Ooh, that's a tricky one. What was my worst day as a scrum master and why? Um, I think I'm quite fortunate. I don't, I don't have worst days in particular in work. I don't think take things that personally, but if you pushed me, I would choose the day that I got fired from a role for doing what I thought was the right thing. So I had a team, um, they were struggling to get things done. Um, not because they were a bad team, they were actually doing really well. Um, but they kept hitting problems inside the organisation, uh, particularly around edicts coming out of the development director. So this was a person who was new to the organisation, didn't really, well, hadn't had time to understand how things work, but wanted to make their mark. That standard senior leader of come in, make a splash, everybody knows you're there. That's what they did. And unfortunately, the splash that they made soaked the team that I was working with. They were just sat there thinking, well, how does this work? And the thing that really got them was they were no longer allowed to do test-driven development. There had been an edict upon high that was agile doesn't work. This TDD thing doesn't work. Back to the old V model. Separate your testers from your coders. Coders, just write to the spec. Testers, build your tests. You're not allowed to talk. And we were completely separated. So a team that had been working together quite nicely was suddenly torn apart. And that collaboration disappeared. And you know, we talked about it. We tried to work within the confines, but nobody was happy. So it fell to me as the Scrum Master to go and talk. And I worked my way up to the director because everybody else kind of just pointed at them and went sorry we know how you worked it was working but the directors appeared they don't like it it's their call so finally I got a meeting with the director and that didn't go to plan so I went in and I thought I had a good case I presented how we'd impacted the team we'd gone from being able to deliver this much stuff in this short period of time to the same amount of stuff in a much, much longer period of time because we'd lost that collaboration, we'd lost. And he didn't listen at all. He had no interest in the data. He had his opinion and I couldn't sway. There was nothing I could do. And okay, that wasn't a good day, um, but it wasn't the worst. I um, went back to the team, I've tried, sorry, I will try again. And we collected some more data and we crafted a better story to help this director understand what was going on and the impacts it was having, very real impacts on the team. So much so team members were trying to leave. They were actively looking for new roles um, within the organisation and without. So a week or two later, I got another meeting and this was the bad one because... I went in and I was fired before I spoke. I was a contractor and the entire position was, you're just wasting my time. I know why you're here. I don't need to hear it. I've got no interest. I strongly suggest you pack your desk up and leave, which if you've not been a contractor in the UK is the same as you're sacked, get out of my building. So I did. 
And that's quite crushing because I thought I was doing the right thing. I knew I was doing the right thing. I turned up, I was passionate, I was trying to help his organisation be better at delivering software. I was trying to help the team do a great job. I was working to their motivations. And what I didn't account for was, actually some people aren't interested in that. The director's role was not what I thought it was. Okay, or at least he didn't see it that way. It wasn't to create an effective organisation. The director's role was to secure their position, to be known as somebody suitable for promotion. And my naivety fell foul of the politics of senior leadership. So that was probably my worst day. Not because of anything major, but because that was the day that I realised actually there's far more going on in the world of a Scrum Master than just helping a team. When you're navigating organisational politics, you have to be aware of other people's motivations particularly their hidden motivations, the ones they won't talk about because they're selfish. And you need to learn the players in the organisation to be able to play in that field. Otherwise, you're going to be the casualty. If you've got to this point in the video, I hope you've enjoyed it. If so, a like would be appreciated. If you want to hear more from me, more answers to questions that maybe you've got in the Agile world, please subscribe to the channel. And if you've got a question that you really want answered, drop it in the comments. I promise we'll get around to it. Thank you.